I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land and waters we record the Kata project upon. I would also like to acknowledge all my gurus, including my culture, my teachers and my mother, that have given me the knowledge that I have and continue to gain. Namaskaram and welcome to the Kata project. I would like to wish everyone a very happy Indian Independence Day. This week, we will hear a few stories from a very important period in Indian history. Did you know, long before India had its own Prime Minister and flag, the country was ruled by a different country and a different king and queen? India was a part of the British colonies. But how did that happen? Today's Katha will be a brief history of India and how it received independence. Enjoy listening! Hundreds and hundreds of years ago, before India had its own Prime Minister, its own Indian rupee, before there were states like Maharashtra and Tamil Nadu and Kerala and Karnataka, Before all the wonderful cities like Bangalore, Chennai, Mumbai and the capital New Delhi were properly mapped out, India was ruled by many different kings and queens. After the Mughal kings that came from Persia ruled India for many hundreds of years, the British ruled India. But how did that happen? They didn't just suddenly put up the Union Jack flag and say, from today, this is ours. It happened over a long period of time. India was and still is abundant in riches. Riches in the form of gold, textiles like silk and cotton, spices and other agriculture like rice and tea. When ships from the British Empire came and landed on the shores of India, in around 1600, that's a mighty 400 years ago, they saw how much India had to offer the world. And with their big ships and promises of British trade, which means that India would sell the things that they had, like the spices and rices and silks and cotton, the British East India Company was set up. Slowly, Seeing the success of how much could be traded and essentially how much money could be made, many ports were set up all around India for the British East India Company. Slowly but surely, the British East India Company went from just buying and selling to ruling. They saw that all these different kingdoms around India needed to be brought together if they were going to trade better. And the British thought that they would not only bring the kingdoms together, but they would start ruling them. From 1600 to 1800, the British gained more and more power. Suddenly, the people of India realized what was happening and tried to stop it and fought back. This battle happened in 1857, That's 166 years ago, and it's known as the Indian Rebellion of 1857, or the Sepoy Mutiny, or the First War of Independence. However, the British won that battle, and that was when the British Queen Victoria began her rule over India. From there on, 
the British ruled India all the way until August 15, 1947, when India finally won independence or freedom from the British Raj. But it wasn't easy. While the British ruled India, many of the traditions and customs became lost. The way that the Vedas were taught became replaced by Western styles of education. The traditional ways that clothing and textiles were made was replaced by Western methods, like the factories. The money that had to be paid to the British in the form of taxes kept increasing and increasing. The British started looking at Indians as if they were not as good as they were. All of these things became unbearable for the people of India. But many thought that they could not fight back. But some very brave people came forward to challenge the British rule. These people are who we call the freedom fighters of India. Some of these people are names you might recognize, like Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi, Swami Vivekananda, Swami Chinmayananda, Jawaharlal Nehru, Jhansi Rani, Netaji Subhash Chandrabos, Mangal Pandey, Bharadiyar, and so many, many more. These leaders started inspiring thousands to rise up and fight against the British rule. Some leaders, like Gandhi, said that they should fight, but fight peacefully without causing bloodshed and war. Others, like Jhansi Rani, Bhagat Singh, and Subhash Chandrabos believed that they needed to fight back against the British rule with more strength than weapons. Mangal Pandey was one of the first soldiers to go against the British back in 1857. Gandhi led marches and held peace rallies all over the nation to inspire more and more people to join the cause of freedom. And he was actually put into jail and beaten by the British many times for challenging their rule. Secret meetings were held all around the country to encourage people to fight for freedom. Freedom fighters would bring out their weapons and fight British soldiers in their cities to further the cause. Sometimes battles were fought using violence and other times it was fought peacefully at protests and rallies. Both of these methods put together resulted in a mighty freedom struggle that was far too much for the British to manage. The British knew they could not contain the love that Indians held for their country and land. The British knew that their time was up and went back to their shores and gave up their rule on August 15, 1947. The new Indian flag flew high from that day on in the colours saffron, white and green with a blue wheel in between. India was free from many years of rules by kings and queens, not from its own land. Being independent meant that India had to learn how to rule itself. India no longer had many different kings and queens in the British Raj to rule over her, but got one prime minister and a president too. All the states came together and agreed that New Delhi would be the capital city. 
August 15th marks a very special day on the Indian calendar and all around the nation celebrations are held to mark the day that the mighty Bharat became her own country. Happy Independence Day! Namaskaram!